0: Three, two, one. You ready?
1: You're listening to The Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple, and this is your humble host, Hunter, here. But I am nothing... Uh, without a co-pilot in some cases and i needed a co-pilot on this on uh, well, what i'm talking about today i've got scott here scott how you doing sir uh,
0: a good e- afternoon to you sir um glad to be on this one this is this is gonna be a fun one <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: so i've had people ask uh M- mama Hunters you'd be like been like so Honey, when are you reviewing Justice League? <laughs> and I'm
0: like, oh! Um. Everyone's like checking in on you.
1: Do honestly, yeah, man. Because I have not said shit about this. I'm um, only my roommate, and my uh, and my partner really know how I feel about this. But everything else, I've kept. I've kept the cards very close to the chest. But uh, I'm gonna take a giant sip of my Dutch Bros here. I mean, mmm. We are not sponsored by Dutch Bros yet, but damn it. Yeah, will you get on that for us, please? Oh, I would love to be sponsored. I'd love to be. uh, I'm drinking a a snickerdoodle uh, blast right now. (laughs) 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 To be oddly specific. I'm just going to, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to take 20 minutes and dance around. (laughs) How Just like, not even going to talk about it. But we're talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League here, which is, you know, of course. The Snyder Cut. I'm not calling it, so I will get into why I'm not calling it that, because there's a whole other thing on that, so, okay, let's just do a little background here, ever since the podcast uh, got started, I have been, I'll be real, I've been fairly, I've been been fairly, I've been fairly critical of Zack Snyder, Um, I went Uh back and listened to our,
0: I thought you were going to say DC for a second,
1: no, cause like, like I said,
0: uh, uh, I'll get to that, but, mm-hmm. um, okay. One thing, one at a time. Exactly.
1: A time. I've been critical of Zack Snyder. Um, I went back and listened to, I went back and listened to, uh, all of our reviews tying to Zack Snyder. So I listened to our Man Steel review. I listened to our BVS review, uh, listened to the original Justice League cut that we got, listened to that review and I'll be the first to admit, um, some people will say I've been too harsh on Zack Snyder, which is fine. You can be wrong, but uh, <laughs> but the thing about Zack Snyder has been, say what you will about the guy, he has a very unique visual style, and I think it's most apparent in something like Man of Steel, where you get a lot of like flying sequences and stuff like that. And I think I stand by what I say about Man of Steel. It's a very good to great first half, and I think the back half just Crumbles in a way that's almost that's sadly impressive to me. <laughs> and how it just doesn't know how to to stick the landing. Uh The less said about that about Batman vs Superman, the better. Um That movie still sucks. I just re- I just watched the uh, Ultimate Edition, which I had seen before, which is you know the longer cut. Which can I, can I just ask DC fans why the fuck is there an, a, an extra cut for every other movie? <laughs> it seems like like. <sighs> Like, I have people go, well, you saw the theatrical version of BVS, so you need to watch the ultimate cut, why should I have to watch an extended cut for this shit to work? Like, anyways, but DC's had some great hits, man, uh, Shazam, I came on and raved raved about that with my friend Alyssa, uh, I own Shazam, um, the last review you were on prior to uh, WandaVision, which I haven't posted yet, um, I'm, gonna make, I'm gonna make y'all wait a little bit for that, but but the last review that we did together was Joker, and while I didn't, while I wasn't over the moon about Joker, I still gave it a B plus, which I think is actually very fair for that movie. I own Joker too, and uh, I own uh, I own the original cut of Justice League, and I own uh, Wonder Woman. I actually thought Justice League was a good film. Now I'm gonna be very clear. I rarely do attractions on my reviews. I was way too I was way too kind on Justice League. I'm just gonna be real. <laughs> I, I gave it a were B. You? I dude, okay. I was man, because you both were kind of like, really, man. Like I gave it a B. A B is way too generous for the first version of Justice League, so that would probably be more of like a C or C plus if I had to change it. But
0: <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, no one's judging you here. I, I, mean, know, I feel like-, like we're we're bringing up Zack Snyder. I feel like you. It sounds like you've softened on him a little bit. If, if I can be blunt, I, I feel I, like there was there's been a Hardness towards him for a while. So the reason I would, re- especially after I would say, especially after Batman v Superman, I think maybe Justice League might have first Justice League might have turned the corner for you, but up until that point, yeah, it seemed like there was some disdain there.
1: So, so the reason why there's disdain, and I'm,
0: you know, I always say, you I, know, sucker punch, and then you didn't like Watchmen either. I I sucker. don't like Watchmen, yeah. it, it,
1: but it's not even. It, it, Watchmen is frustrating because Jackie Earl Haley is so great in that. Patrick uh, Wilson is in it. almost said Patrick Warburton. That's not right. That would have been. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I mean, no, I, I liked it. I liked it. But, but yeah.
1: my biggest issue with Watchmen, I'd give Watchmen probably a C C+. My biggest issue with Watchmen is fucking Malin Ackerman because she's just an anchor around that fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And so much of the emotional crux lands on her silk specter too and she is just not a good enough actress to carry the weight of the material like that's really my biggest issue with the movie and i think it all crumbles uh because of her and how important she is so that's why i don't like it but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of good to great shit in watchmen so with all that said this whole snyder cut movement started Pretty much after the first film came out, maybe like three days afterwards, people were like, oh my God, this isn't what Snyder wanted. This isn't fair. This sucks. He's getting screwed. Burr, 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 all that crap. And that is really where my disdain kind of went into overdrive because it has been three years of people pissing, whining, moaning, bitching about how this guy didn't get a chance. To finish quote unquote his vision when he had two other chances to make the shit work and he couldn't do it. Now, I'm gonna make a weird comparison, but stick with me here. I like Bushwhacked. It is not a good movie. I fully acknowledge that Bushwhacked is not a good film. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what I think about the movie because the royal Wii does not like that fucking movie. If you're a Snyder fan, you can like his shit. I'm a huge fan of his Dawn of the Dead remake. I like the, uh, I actually not like, I love the uh, Legend of the Guardians, or as I call it, the Owl movie. Uh, love, that. <laughs> <laughs> love that, love that movie. Um, but if you're one of those people who's like, I love Snyder's uh, comic book stuff, it doesn't really matter if you like it, because the royal Wii has not been a fan of his stuff, which is why it's so all over the place when it comes to box office and critical scores and all that, but I've always said I will always keep it real on this podcast, whether I like the uh, director or not, I always famously use the example of our spy review because, you know, I thought, oh, Melissa McCarthy is going to be a bunch of, I'm fat and I fall downstairs, ha-ha! and go figure that movie end up being fucking awesome. Oh, this oh movie, I think I know where this is going. This movie is okay. It's okay.
0: It's I okay. Gonna, I thought you were going to say this was Zack Snyder's spy.
1: No, 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 no. no. Like, that's not, so, so, sorry, y'all. If you're expecting me to go, oh, man, this is great. No, 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 that is not it. Like,
0: that, that's I not. I was ready for that fire. I mean, nope, nope,
1: nope. Fuck that. Not <laughs> not happening. Because, but here's the thing: it is not the train wreck that a lot of people are saying it is. But it's by no means the masterpiece that a lot of his fans are like. Oh my god! Like I'm seeing best comic book film ever from people. I'm like, please, like this is not. Come on, like, it, like this I don't is even,
0: not. I don't, you know, I don't know if people are even taking this one as seriously too. Almost like oh, they are. Oh, they are. Well, go, the, go. that I mean that that small slice of the vocal people are definitely. Yeah. But I feel like I mean I didn't like I knew it was gonna be four <laughs> I knew it was gonna be four hours and I knew I didn't love the first one. So I'm like, okay, well, uh, bar bar is already kind of low. Um, but yeah, it was okay. So, <laughs> I, I kind of agree with you. So,
1: because of how pretentious Zack Snyder is, I also am gonna break this review up into six
0: parts. Because Jesus, because forgot about that one. Thanks for reminding
1: me. Oh yeah. Oh, Pepperidge Farm remembers. So we're
0: gonna we're gonna legit go through five parts on this review. We're, he re- he wanted to Tarantino this thing so bad. Okay, I love you so much, because I
1: literally, I literally have that as a note right here. <laughs> That's one of my first fucking notes, is I think he wants to be Tarantino, but mm-hmm. we will get there. So, part one, how did we get here slash the Snyder Cut movement? So, as I mentioned original version of this movie comes out, people go, oh my god, this is fucking, you know, this is fucking atrocious, and I had people tell me this was BVS level bad, the original cut kind of Justice League, so I went into that shit, you know, like, like, very concerned, like, oh, Christ, is this gonna be BVS bad? It's not BVS bad, like, are there some issues with it? My god, there are issues with it, because it's totally all over fucking place, because it's a Frankenstein fucking uh-huh. movie you know and they brought in uh-huh. joss they brought in joss whedon to uh to finish it you know he's having a couple bad days right now but they, <laughs> they brought in joss whedon <laughs> to fit not saying he's guilty by the oh, way just hey. so i don't so i don't get sued but what he allegedly did not great but they bring in, uh joss whedon who of course did you know first avengers Age of Ultron, as well to finish it and the Snyder purists were like, "Oh, this is too hokey. This is jokey." And da da da. And I gotta be real, man. Um, obviously, Snyder was dealing with the tragic loss of uh, his daughter Autumn, the suicide, which is why he stepped away from the film, and why they brought in uh, Whedon to finish it. Now, here's where I'm gonna I'm gonna be very controversial again. Because there
0: is there is some controversy around. Some of the like how things took place, right? Of how yes. much control Whedon had prior yeah. to Snyder leaving and them changing producers and things like that.
1: So here, here's where I'll say Snyder got <laughs> screwed is way too strong. Like like where where his needs were not met is what I'll say. And I'll say it in this sense: he was told, I guess, he had like a like a five film deal, basically. Mm-hmm. To go ahead and you know encompass his video.
0: Starting with Man of Steel.
1: Exactly. So it started with Man of Steel in 2013. But you know, Man of Steel comes out, mixed reviews, does pretty mm-hmm. well. I think it did like uh 600 million something to that effect. And then and I still remember watching this live uh, watching this live, you know, we got the BVS uh mm-hmm. Donna Justice announcement. And you can go back and check what I said about Comic Con. Um, on my social media at the time, I went, does anyone else think it's way too fucking early (laughs) for a Batman for Superman film? And I am, and that's kind of where it started, because I had people going, man, you're just being a hater, give Zack Snyder a chance, he's more intelligent than you, Like I I was getting that shit. And then BVS comes out, and what happened? Way too (laughs) (laughs) early to do a Batman Superman film, and it came out, it was a maligned uh film, greatly underperformed, uh Ben Affleck's Batman, which ironically enough is the for me the best part of that movie. Um, him and Jeremy Irons work really well together, but it was a it was a critically panned film. Warner oh Brothers, of course, goes, Oh fuck, you've like Batman versus Superman didn't do well. What chance, you know, does the Justice League film have? And so right. like, he was on a real short leash
0: because they had already promised him that
1: exactly so then we get you know then we get what happened with his daughter he ends up having to step away and we thought you know this was it then the whole Snyder Cut movement starts and people you know it was the uh, you know hashtag Snyder Cut so here's my issue with the Snyder Cut the Snyder Cut does not exist so everyone going oh this is the Snyder Cut it's not right. it's not right. at all And that In particular, is incredibly irritating to me because when I hear Snyder cut, the way that you think of it is, oh yeah, there was a cut that you know Mm -hmm. that DC had in a vault that they're like, oh, we can just put this out right now, and no, that's not
0: what. That's not how things work.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so people, so uh, there's a couple critics I follow, like a John Campy, I'll mention uh, as one, and. He was talking about how the Snyder Cut doesn't exist. And so when this immediately got when this eventually got approved, people were like, oh yeah, fuck you, John Campus. See, mm-hmm. we told you Snyder Cut existed. Because if the Snyder Cut existed, they would have released it like a week later. But we still had to wait
0: months for them to finish the shit. Because again, Snyder Cut doesn't exist. So the- It happened before it happened. They had to make it because that happened. E- exactly. It was it it was a product of of people trying to get it going again and Snyder being like okay see this people want it and then all the all the actors from the movie came out a lot of the the main people came out saying that they they wanted it released too so it kind of led it fed into this whole thing and like you said it, it they essentially felt like they were justified at that point
1: exactly so that was something i just went oh my god i don't like this and the thing I have to bring up, man, and I know people are not going to like what I'm about to say, but again, I don't really care. Um, there was so much of this cut tied to suicide prevention. There was so much of this tied to his daughter. And so if you were in any way criticizing the movement, a lot of fans were like, oh, you're criticizing his daughter, which is completely, which I'll be real to all of you. As a critic, I find that so completely fucking unfair that I can't criticize this film without people going like, "Oh, you like, oh, you're criticizing Zack Snyder. You must love Suicide," then which, what the fuck, really? <laughs> but that's how a lot of critics are being uh, targeted uh, online, and I'm gonna say this, man. I really do believe, fair or not, because of what happened with his daughter. <sighs> I understand he's working through grief, and, and to that to that extent, I obviously have sympathy. You know, obviously, I you know I've lost people in my life to suicide. I can't even imagine what it's like to lose a daughter. I'm genuinely sympathetic to that. What I am not sympathetic to is the fact that he has brought her name up so much during this press. To an extent, I feel like some critics who are criticizing this can't get away from that being tied to the movement. Mm-hmm. And to to an, to an extent, man, I really think he's been exploitive of her the, the, to be completely real. Because there is a there's a quote that he has here. Because my biggest axe grind with the Snyder fandom has always been how toxic uh, toxic it is. Like, and I'll be real, man. I think I figured out what it is. I, and I and I kind of had this realization when I was uh, kind of getting ready uh, getting ready for this. Um, I think the big issue with that this is that so much of modern fandom is about making the things that you love part of your personality. So right. I think that people take, take it
0: personally. Exactly.
1: So I think any subtle knock or any perceived slight is a deeply is a genuine insult to people. So if, you know, and let's be clear, critics haven't been, you know, in love with Snyder, but when you think about the fandom the, the release of Snyder Cut uh movement has just gotten insane, man. Dude, it drove the former president of DC off Twitter because uh she said something that really wasn't a slight, but that his fan base mm-hmm. took as a slight. And then just they just bombarded her. And I can point to other examples. You know, I can think of uh you know the badgering of Lucasfilm with fans uh, to fire Kathleen right. Kennedy or, you know, thinking about uh Uh, Kelly Marie Tran, who was in uh, these latest Star Wars films that because she was getting bullied, it sounds like her character had a very reduced role in Rise of Skywalker and was told that she was going to have a bigger one after Last Jedi. So fandom being toxic is by no means a new thing. I think about the, you know, fucking ending the Mass Effect 3 that got changed because people couldn't shut the fuck up about it, you know, but we've never seen a fandom be this Laser focused in this toxic for so long, and I think that's where the frustration comes in because this again, this was three years of non stop Snyder cuts coming, come on, people, Snyder cut, Snyder cut. And the other thing and then, that,
0: and then, then kind of peppered in towards the end of like teas- teasers, and all kinds of like. Y- you know movement from actual sources and things like that to kind of egg people on.
1: And that's the other thing that I have to bring up. Like Snyder by no means is guiltless in this because whenever right. oh, yeah. because whenever the fandom would kind of die down a little bit, Snyder would go on Twitter on Vero which I, I'll be real, man. I know one person who uses Vero. <laughs> Snyder is <laughs> I Snyder. Was,
0: I didn't know what that was when I read it.
1: Right, Snyder. No, Snyder was literally on Vero to keep talking about the Snyder cut. Like one, he basically cornered one social media platform to just talk about this fucking cut. Which, in a weird way, is kind of brilliant. But at the same time, this is on you too, dude. Like you kept doing that shit. But but what's what's crazy about this though? And this is this is an actual quote. That's why I'm I'm, I'm going here. In regard to his fandom being toxic, uh, Snyder flat out said, um, "This fandom has raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for Sina's suicide prevention." In what world is that toxic? How is that toxic fandom? They've probably achieved more than any other fan base and done more good than any other group. So I don't understand. See right back. Uh, So I don't get that, man. I don't understand how you can make a statement like that and not call out your fans. Now, of course, you know, two days ago, he came out and said, hey, there's no room for hate. You know, like, it's all about being together. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. dude, I'm like, come on, man. Like, you don't get to have it both ways, fair or not. And again, I am by no means saying that is fair what happened with his daughter. But at the same time, though, when you leave a job, no matter what circumstances it's under, how often are you brought back <laughs> like that? That never right. happens. So these people acting like he's entitled to coming back. Um, you're wrong. <laughs> he's not entitled to coming back. And let's also be clear. This is by no means done out of the goodness of HBO or, uh, you know, DC or Warner Brothers heart. Like they they have subscriber a subscriber quota. They need to right. go ahead and hit. They're clearly a little bit more behind it than they'd like to be. They saw an opportunity and went, Oh, cool, bring him, we'll bring him back. But yeah, let's not act like this is some, you know, like them going, Oh, we made a mistake. It, it's not. <laughs> so let's just get that out of the way too. Um anything else you'd like to say about the movement, man? I know I've been talking.
0: <laughs> you you mean you mean Zack Snyder and everything leading up? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean I think you really covered it all well. Um it's really interesting to kind of go through as uh, someone who doesn't follow this quite as closely. And cause I was not near, I mean, I knew this whole Snyder cut like revolution was <coughs> happening, but it was definitely outside of my purview. And, but it's interesting hearing from you who really was, you were in it most of the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to like get into this, the actual film here, I think. Uh, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa! We, we, wait! I have to set this up, Scott. I mean, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah, I, So we have to move on to part two. <laughs>
0: is, okay. Damn it, you got me.
1: Which is what worked about the film. So <laughs> let, let's let's talk about what worked, man. Um, I, I, because again, fair is fair. So, uh, the cyborg stuff works so much better here. Holy shit, like. So, I'm not going to get into the whole Joss Whedon, Ray Fisher, you know, his fight with Warner Brothers. That's a whole other thing that, you know, Mm. we only have so much time. But, Ray Fisher, though, when he talked about his arc being cut, in the original cut, I went, there's a lot of cyborg here, I think. Yeah. You you know, I was like, I don't know what he's so so upset about. After watching this, fair enough, brother. Like, 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 (laughs) Like, I'll be real. I was like, all right, man, fair enough. I get why you're upset. Because... There's a the lot. You know what?
0: That's uh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you no, go. Uh, the, the, that's what's so like interesting about this movie too is realizing you just kind of get a you get a insider look at the industry and filmmaking and that they were he was able to construct this movie, movie largely from play, things that they already shot. So, like, having all of this, like, backstory and character <coughs> development for all these other characters, like The Flash and Aquaman, like, it, like, it's, like, crazy that there's so much film and how much they have to cut it down to. Well, obviously, they, they made some choices about what to do and where to go with it, but that was... that Initially, I was like, this is pretty crazy that, that you can rearrange and kind of piece... A movie back together again, the same movie. Throw in a, a re- reshoot or two, but um yeah, I, I thought that was like initially really interesting about the film.
1: Yeah, but uh, th- there is some there is some great and Ray Fisher, man. Like I know apparently he him and DC, they're sounds like they're just fucking done after after this. But I'll be real, man. If they can find a way to somehow salvage. You know this whole partnership. Give him a cyborg movie, man. Like he he he's more than kind of earned it at this point. Um, he's a, he's incredible in this. Like I was really genuinely impressed with Ray Fisher's performance here. Um, as far as other stuff, I liked Affleck. I really have enjoyed since BVS, even though BVS is incredibly dumb and oh my god is it dumb. His his gray in his beard and his hair looks way better here than it did in the last version of Justice League. Like whoever did his hair and makeup really should be shot out of a cannon. Like I'll like how the <laughs> fuck does this look so much better here? It's 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 really jarring if I'm being
0: honest. But it is yeah. Maybe he was like on a different workout regimen or something.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't know man. But it it looks fantastic here in the first scene where he. Is basically uh trying to go ahead and pursue you know, all these people to form the Justice League where he goes ahead and meets uh Arthur Curry's Aquaman, played by Jason, I can't act by I have real good hair, Momoa. Um he <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's Is it so weird that he has he like sounds like he's from California? Like, yeah. Well, you should not probably sound like that if you're from like the fjords of Norway or something. I don't know. It's a little odd. Opens his mouth. You're like, it just kind of throws you.
1: And and, and to be fair, I took that dick at Momoa, but Momoa does have a presence though.
0: Like, like even though he's not, he does. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the only ways you can make a somewhat masculine Aquaman or try to create him into what would be a cool superhero.
1: Yeah. like, like that was something I was like, okay. And that, that scene where, uh, where Bruce, uh, where Bruce is, you know, talking to everyone uh, at that, what would you call it, sea shanty, <laughs> I guess. But, but that whole scene where he goes, you know. The
0: king tide, he comes in on the king tide. Oh, that
1: that's right, that's what it's called. But he, that whole sequence of, hey, there's a guy who comes here when, you know, when the tide is high and helps his, and helps his village out. I really need to talk to this dude. And I do love the Arthur Curry going, oh, I'm going to speak in a, you know, Atlantic. like he won't be understand that. And Bruce goes, motherfucker on Batman. I guess I'll go ahead and speak in this shit. And that was a genuine
0: Batman moment where I went, This is something Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne would do. You know, honestly, I, I gain more and more respect for Batman, the character within Justice League. Like, because everybody has a legitimate superpower. And he's just out there with his gear, like, trying not to die. <laughs> like, yeah, so... I, I I think that might be part of it, too, with, with Ben Affleck. He's like, okay, he's kind of the old dude there, and he's he's definitely the most vulnerable.
1: So I don't recall if they say this in the original cut, but I also appreciate that they... It's, it, it's kind of a throwaway line, but, you know, he even tells, I think, Flash, you know, 20 years of doing this. I went... Okay, I appreciate you say how long he's been Batman. Again, kind of a throwaway yeah. line, but something I appreciated. Um, that was a really great scene, and in Bruce having the twenty five thousand ready, <laughs> I went, you know what? I really liked that. He was like, no, no, I have the money. See, <laughs> like, like, I really enjoyed that, and the slow mo shot of Aquaman uh, standing like at the end of that pier in the water, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. That the, was very the,
1: cool. the water washing all over Momo's body, mm-hmm. lucky water but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but
0: like those, those are the Zack Snyder moments that you love that, that he's made for, you know what I mean yeah. like that, and the reason that we don't like him at times is because he uses that for everything or or uses it way too much and gets, in, like centers the film around that, but then you do get these glimpses in, in films like this especially in this movie where he's able to kind of like you know stretch his legs a bit and pull, pull off a really cool scene like the water washing over Aquaman. That, I agree that was a, a really cool part. Yeah,
1: like that was a genuinely cool uh there was that was a genuinely cool moment. Uh, another moment I'm going to bring up before I throw it uh to you when we get introduced to Gal Gadot Wonder Woman who again just to, just to be a complete Dude, for a second, my God, that woman's gorgeous, just whenever I see her, she's just, she's so radiant, I'm sure in the morning, like, birds fly in, help her get dressed, like, that's how radiant this woman is, and that shot of her standing on the statue is such a beautiful fucking shot, I was like, oh my God, like, okay, that's, that's really pretty, and there's a lot of genuinely beautiful shots uh, here in this movie, which was something that was a very pleasant surprise. I was like, oh, like, go, go figure. Um, mm-hmm. Her also, that scene where, <laughs> that scene where these uh, terrorists are going to kill these children, which I'll be, it, This is going to sound fucked up, but I, I think you'll get what I mean. I always appreciate when villains are willing to actually take children hostages because it shows that they, because mm-hmm. it shows how deplorable they are. So I actually really appreciated right. Uh, right. that. Also, in that scene, uh, uh, Diana uses uh, the lasso of truth on this guy, and actually explains how the lasso works. I went, "Okay, I really like that." And even when the guy's like, "Oh, we're a terrorist group," and da da da, she even goes, "Boring next." And I was like, <laughs> "Like, I got a genuine, go figure, a non-ironic laugh out of a Snyder film," which I was like, "Oh my god, this is what Christmas looks like for you guys? Like, this is..." So- like like a really good moment. And I will say, while the film isn't, you know, this isn't an MCU film where it's there's a lot of humor. The humor that is in here, for the most part, I'd probably say 70 inch percent of it actually worked for me. So uh I'll I'll kind of throw it over to you now. Cause again, I feel like I, I want to just talk about No, them. you're good.
0: Uh things I liked, um definitely it was this is going to come come kind of obvious, but the character development and the kind of like how I mentioned before, we are able to get more of a specific look at like a lot of the other characters, the flash, which I think was one of the best parts of this movie. Um, a cyborg, like you already mentioned. Um, we, we saw his dad die in this one, which like, I feel like really cemented, um, a lot, of, a lot of his, like, character arc and you're just more invested in what happens to him and his role in all of this rather than before being just kind of, like, somebody... It's just somebody ancillary to, like, the really important ones between, you know, Superman and Batman. And that, that's, that really felt like the first film was about... more about Superman and that this one allowed for such... Like a more explored, explorative, just like look at everybody, let you develop the characters. Um, and then, like, you get the big, bigger picture of what's going on. I feel like with Zack Snyder's movies, sometimes, like, the way that he goes about it, it can be a lot to take in. And, like you said, it felt like it slowed down. There's like the nature shots, like, they add a little bit more humor, I feel like. And the length of it, obviously, which is we'll get into that, which was a negative for me. But what it did was allow for you to kind of consume this movie fully rather than just kind of get hit in the face with it. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I definitely enjoyed that part of it. And I think, yeah, I, I am Ben Affleck is wearing on me a bit as as Batman. Um, being kind of the old, the, the veteran that he is now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll throw it back to you. I, I, those were like, those were my main things. And I think to kind of highlight The Flash again, I think it was kind of, it was so much better to see his entire character be developed and then really um, kind of come in at the end
1: so so one thing I really appreciate more there's a lot more uh the mascara here um there's a lot more the mascara here that that was actually kind of surprising to me and look anytime I could see you know uh you know am the the lesbian amazons the lamazons if you will. <laughs> go ahead <and laughs> oh, yeah, is that what we're calling yeah sure why not but but Seeing how the mascara worked when uh, Stephen Wolf goes ahead and shows up. Now, oh, actually, never mind. We're talking about positive stuff. Never mind. So, so Stephen
0: Wolf. <laughs> we can get no. Let's get in the no. No, no, let's no. no.
1: So no, I, 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 I will hold off on that. But Stephen Wolf. <laughs> Stephen Wolf gets a much more developed arc here. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Now. Uh, Much more developed, much more developed, a little strong, but he gets more character development here because you find out that he's failed Darkseid before. Mm -hmm. So Darkseid's pretty much like you're on parole, you're on parole almost. (laughs) This is your last
0: chance. Yeah. You're you're fucked if this doesn't pan out. Yeah. And
1: I, it it adds some gravity to Stefan Wolf, Mm -hmm. you know, popping up in these places to collect the mother boxes.
0: Um, it's kind of like a Darth Vader thing where, um, yeah. like, his master is always looming over him. So there's, like, this moment of, like, you don't feel for him, but you understand.
1: Yeah. 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 Because I, I, I didn't feel like, oh, poor move. I'm like, well. No. Like, yeah. Right. I, was, I was never like, fuck no. But. No. But uh but his attack, especially like the Mascara is so incredibly well done. You see Connie Britton back and you get to see a little bit of Robin, Wright Um, back in the role and back in her role as well. But there's this, there is this scene where the mother box starts, uh, shaking. And I really like the effect on the mother box, uh, by the way, Mm -hmm. like it's a very subtle kind of almost a, uh, Almost like a, a like a like a sonar uh,
0: sort of thing, like a like a stone, some sort of like uh, <laughs> large, um, something like that. I can't quite put my yeah. Thing almost on like
1: you to connect six of them in a gauntlet. Or something. Yeah,
0: you'd have to get like a lot of them and then put them together.
1: And by the way, DC fans, yes, I know Darkseid came for it first, but this is what happens when you don't be, when you don't be your competition to a film, but. Um, it doesn't matter now. Right. I mean, yeah, John Carter came before Star Wars. Which one do people remember? <laughs> but, but but I but I love there's this shot and, I, and I'm blanking. Uh I, I'm I'm paraphrasing the line a little bit. But uh Stephen Wolf and the Parademons that he has, they run on fear and so there's that line of he, of uh, one of the, Am- uh, the Amazons yelling out, "Show me your fear," and they go, "We have no fear." And I went, "That's a badass fucking line." Like, uh, mm-hmm. like again, while Snyder's dialogue definitely goes back and forth at points from, "Oh, that's good," to, "Oh, that's shit." I love that line. And
0: and I gotta I gotta say that. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, but this reminded me that I did enjoy the Amazonian part of this, mm-hmm. and I feel like they don't get enough credit in playing their role it's not like this um, some overhyped like oh woman power thing shoved in your face it's just like a very barbaric um well thought out and i feel like especially because gal gadot who's i think one of the best actors on this on this this, ensemble yeah um but i just really like i really like that aspect of this kind of the same way i like the Wakanda aspect of the Marvel universe.
1: Yeah. And, and I think that's a very I think that's a very apt comparison, but um the way that they fight at least this great mm-hmm. scene of trying to keep the mother box away from Steppenwolf. And it it's pretty badass, like as far as like, right. like they use multiple like uh tracking shots, yes. so you're getting like a uh over shoulder, like a third uh third person view, and they, they, they do a really good job with some of the uh some of that action. Um, I'm gonna call it Ezra Miller's Flash. There's definitely some stuff with the Flash I I really liked, but also did not was not as big of a fan of the the scene of him and Bruce Wayne still meeting. That's pretty much unaffected or uh, unchanged. Uh, you get a little mm-hmm. more, which is good. That's a great scene. It is. It is, and and I, and I'm happy how uh, that was actually portrayed. You get. I don't know about you, but and, and I'm probably giving Snyder way too much credit on this. But did did the Flash come off uh, come across as like autistic to you a little bit? Because
0: because um, to me he did. It, it, but, no, not really. So
1: so the way I'm that the way I, my brain is uh, is justifying it. I feel like because he's so fast by nature. Like, he's almost thinking faster. He's slow,
0: and, like, he's slow in real life. I,
1: I, 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 I think he might be thinking too fast to articulate. That's kind of the best way I can put it.
0: Mm. Um, no, I didn't pick that up, though. I think there were parts where, like, I mean, when he was running really, 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 really fast, he kind of came off like that. But I think that was just the strain of him doing that. That's the only thing that I can remember of him acting that way. But I think he was, it was, maybe he he appeared that way because of the seriousness of everybody around him. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But um, I think that, I, I I really liked his input on this movie.
1: Um, I really also enjoyed the way they explained the parademons and Mother Boxes this time. They actually went into that because in the first movie, they kind of went, these, bosses, these boxes exist. Well, are you going to, shut up, shut up. <laughs> like, they pretty much didn't address really how they worked at all, but I really appreciate the way they actually got into um into that a little bit. Also these spider things that Steppenwolf uses to like pull information from people. I went, oh yeah. that's fucking I, I hate spiders fucking anyway. So I was like, oh God, that is just like eek. Um yeah. So, but there, there's some, you know, and we'll get into other stuff that we enjoyed, but for now, I'll just say, that was the stuff I really enjoyed. Um, now, we, of course, have to go to part... <laughs> we have to go to part, part three. three. What didn't work? Okay. You already mentioned it. Um, this movie's too fucking long. It is too fucking long. There's no goddamn reason it should be four hours, especially when we're, question mark, not getting a sequel to this. So... There's really no reason for shit to be uh, four hours long. Um, number two, the aspect ratio is such a dumb fucking idea. I don't care, like I don't care how artistic it is or how people like this is his vision. His vision be damned. <laughs> this is a that was a dumb fucking decision. There's no reason for this to be four. I actually watched this on my computer because I was watching this on my TV. It was irritating me so bad that I had to have this. 55 inch TV and there's a giant box in the middle. It's like a game. So I went, cool, I'll watch this on my T on my uh, on my PC. Fuck this. So I put it on my second monitor so I could take my notes. But my God, that was just it, it's one of those decisions. I just went, dude, come on. Like, yeah. why
0: would you do this? That's like the most like do it just for just just to do it. Just for yes. the sake of being different. There's yeah. there's no reason for that. You're shooting a fucking action movie. Like what what are you trying to prove here? Yeah. That he's, that he's somehow I mean it's that maybe it's that Tarantino thing he had to try to get indie with it. I don't know. Yeah. It just it, didn't it didn't add anything. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very
1: why would you do this sort of moment that I went, alright, I really hate that you made that decision. Um also and I don't care. And I got into an argument with my friend about this. And Nathan, I love you, but you're fucking wrong on this. He was like, "You're really gonna ding it for that." The credits are almost are almost ten minutes long. Ten minutes for fucking credits. And the movie starts out with slow mo. I was like, "For fuck's sake!" Like it ends with super, like it starts with Superman going. <laughs> and he's getting stabbed by Doomsday, or Ninja Turtle Doomsday, as I call him. And, you know, Superman... It's just the credits basically show where the mother boxes are certain parts, but Superman's mm-hmm. voice, his scream carrying that far, which, I'll be real, is something that I like that his...
0: I yeah, I like that too, actually. Yeah, it
1: was something I went, no one ever brings this up, but, yeah, it would make sense that his his voice would carry... Uh, like that but it's all done in slow motion though it's like oh we got like we got to show the we have to even show the sound barrier in slow motion it's like oh my god like please stop this and that shit was maddening to me man because I'm like you're starting off your movie why are you trying to make me upset from jump? like mm-hmm. like I, yeah like so almost 10 minutes for the for the credits I just went all yeah. right and also <laughs> So the, the Themiskarins, um, they have the mother box like it comes out of the ground, it's like protected, right? In Atlantis is a shield on this platform, <laughs> like no protection at all. Like they showed earlier in the film when they initially broke up the three mother boxes and you know, like the Atlant you know, the Atlantians took one and you know the took one, all that. They showed this octopus holding the box, so my thought was, oh there's a giant octopus guarding this mother box. That would, for Atlantis, that would make sense. But then when Steppenwolf invades Atlantis, the box is just sitting there. I'm like, um, nothing. <laughs> like no security for this thing that's incredibly important. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's not. Um.
0: Well, I mean, Cyborg had it in his. Closet. and dude i was
1: about to get to
0: that which also made
1: no but but you can at least excuse that by saying he's a dumb yeah. human who didn't know what the fuck this is the Atlanteans, uh-huh.
0: yeah this is like a, a god yeah
1: the Atlanians know what this is and i'm like oh whatever like, hopefully no one comes to get this um also you know speaking of atlantis uh you know uh amber heard if you're a guy, I like to hit you heard, um, she's in this shit again. Um, sorry, allegedly don't want to get sued, but, she did. but, but Amber heard being in this apparently, which one is her character? Uh, she's Mara. She's one. Oh, yeah, oh. that that's her. Um, Okay. So apparently in between the last justice league and this version, she went to Downton Abbey for a little bit because she got this accent from fucking nowhere with this Cogni accent. Cause when she's talking to to Arthur and he's like, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't belong here because you're all kind of fucking terrible, which when he lays out why he doesn't live in Atlantis, I'm like, he's not wrong. Like, yeah, the surface world's Mm -hmm. bad too, but if you're just as shitty as humanity, why would he, you know, spend his time here. You don't have booze, but she basically goes, you know, you're the, I might even try to do her accent. You know, you're the rightful King. You should be here. Um, Sebastian, the crab misses you like all that. Shit. <laughs> and so when he just goes, yeah, fuck you. I'm out. I was like, yeah, I don't blame you for just not wanting to be here. But the, but we talked about the Aquaman, uh, the Aquaman slow motion scene, the song choice. That Snyder uses for when the water is coming over him it's this weird like indie slow rock song that I went this doesn't fit here for me like I thought it was a very
0: there's a lot of that I feel like there's a lot of a lot of a lot of heavy rock here
1: so I thought it was more like indie rock and the indie rock you think so? yeah and I just didn't think
0: oh not not in this no, I'm seeing I mean in like the film oh in the film no, yeah I mean, not not in this scene yeah
1: so but that song choice was very weird. But as Aquaman tells Bruce Wayne, you know, you're out of your mind. Like, fuck you. I'm not joining your, you know, your, uh, your group. This, this group of Atlantic women start singing this song that was one of the weirdest fucking moments I've seen in any comic book film. Where they're like, he's gone. He's leaving. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? It, it, well, it was.
0: Th- I don't. I would. I would disagree. I think. I don't. I don't think it was weird. I think because like he's a he's a god to them. Then they're like really weird about him. She's like sniffing his sweater, which was and, dude. That was weird. Which I think. Which I think that was. I think they're boning. Like I think they're together. <laughs> I think. I think that's. The, I think that was the reason for that. But. Uh, like I kind of like the mysticism and the folklore that came goes along. So with, I like, with Aquaman. I, I kind of like how they they introduced that. The the song was a little weird, sure, but like it was a weird language and like it's you know I I didn't wasn't quite put off by that. So
1: it, it was put off for me by how long it went on because it was almost like <laughs> two minutes of seeing that fucking song, Fair and I'm like look, I grew up in church, prayers don't go that long, (laughs) like, you could have cut this off, like, 30 seconds of it, I would have been like, all right, weird, like, I kind of get why you did this, but whatever, two minutes, sorry, no, 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 um, also, the amount, there's too much slow-mo in this movie, there's way too much goddamn slow-mo, like, everything is in slow-mo, they throw, they throw dirt on a mother box in slow-mo, I'm like, oh my god, please stop it, it's like, it's, it's a lot. Um when we get to Cyborg uh before he becomes cyborg, uh, when we get to uh uh Victor Stone when he's at uh when he's playing football, even him hurdling a guy's in like even the hikes in slow motion, I'm like, okay, man, like cut like cut <laughs> some of this out for the love of God. Um also considering the considering this film. A lot of the CG is just rough, man. Like a lot, mm-hmm. like a lot rougher than it should be. Uh there are moments where you're getting wide shots, like in the mascara and stuff like that. And just the the background, you can tell it's CG. Uh, the the scene where Diana first meets Cyborg on this uh on the street. Cyborg does this really cool thing where he turns like all the lights off and all that. But but you see the back shot of, <laughs> pun intended, but you, when you get the back shot of Diana, it looks like this foggy, weird CGI sky, like, it's clearly done on soundstage, and there's just, there's just stuff like that, especially the digital blood, the digital blood looks horrible here, like, I really wish they would've gone practical with the the blood, and, and all this, to be real, that's just a peeve of mine that I'm noticing more and more and stuff that... I haven't really seen digital blood work very well. And there's just points where Wolf is, you know, cutting Atlanteans and the muscarians mm-hmm. in half, you know, with a giant ax and the yeah. blood just looks, the blood just looks like ass. Like it's, it's, it's really quite frustrating, uh, like seeing that. So, um, yeah, that was another thing. And the last thing I'll say, uh, for now, before I throw it back to you, um, the, <sighs> Wonder Woman's new theme, it's like this orchestra type theme. And I actually liked it. Like, I actually like the change up from the, you know, the more that they're nah, 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 like changing up from that. Uh-huh. But they play that goddamn thing whenever her toe's on screen. I'm like, you need to stop doing that. Like, and it really doesn't apply to any other character. It's almost exclusive to her. I counted at least 20 times they played part of that theme. And I was like, okay, four hour movie you really need to, <laughs> to play that theme as much as you, as much as you are. Like it was really by our three I was over that theme. I was like, all right, I could go the rest of, I could go the rest of my life out here in this theme. And then, okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to talk one more quick thing. Um,
0: yeah. Go for it.
1: Mara giving Arthur so much shit about, you need to take care of your responsibilities and you need to be here. Duh, duh, duh. She's commander Mara at this point. And Wolf hits her once and just takes the mother box. Like, it's nothing. I'm like, um, I'm sorry, bitch. You're a terrible commander, apparently. He has no ties this place. But she's like, How dare you not be here? I'm like, All right, bitch. Give me a fucking break. Like, that was something that, <laughs> that, like, because it's like, Where do you get off when you can't do your job to tell someone how to do someone else's? Like, it's, it's, it's very,
0: right. it's
1: very, like, mm, OK. Um, But, yeah, all right, dude, I'll throw it to you. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I mean, you covered on a lot of it. I think, like, the biggest problems, it being four hours, was just like, it was like a marathon to watch. And all of the reasons that I said that I liked this movie, a lot of them were to do with, like, how we were able to be introduced to new characters and learn about them. And But that was because this movie was four hours long. And that's the only, it's like, it's like a trying to make turn a book into a movie. You just can't. You can't put everything in because no one wants to watch a four hour movie. No one wants wants to watch a three hour movie for that matter, um, unless it's like some epic. Like if this movie were three and a half hours, maybe, or it didn't include the first two to three parts. I just feel like the first two to three parts of this were just just bad. I feel like it really. It was, it redeemed itself a bit towards the end and in the second half. But I just, like you said, the CG was just very noticeable. The four, the, I think it was the four, three ratio aspect was just, it was too noticeable and it feel like it didn't accomplish anything. I don't know if he was trying to like, yeah. Cause I, so I watched it on um, our TV and it would just like took up only half of the entire screen, so that was super noticeable. Like having six parts of this, him being him trying to pull, <laughs> like we mentioned, um, pull some Quentin Tarantino shit. Yeah. Um, and um, how did it, it just like you 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 hit a lot of the nail on the head here. I just. I don't know, I had a I had a problem with it the things that I had a problem with in the first movie were still relevant in this movie and he just made it a little bit better on top of it. I don't I don't feel like he like transformed this thing into like it like, oh my gosh, I can't I can't I can't imagine these crazy fans would have seen this one and been like oh you know bravo like this is what Oh is what you have we not really been on Twitter. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's always going to be a small small section of that. I just it but it doesn't make sense to me because there's it was approved was it approved upon? Sure. Yes. Is it good? No. Like it's still not a, not a great movie. So it it didn't really all this fanfare and everything so, you know, that came before this just didn't seem to justify the end result. <laughs>
1: justify I see what you did there. Um, but uh what one other thing I'll throw out before we kinda almost go free for all on this is there is this great and I and I genuinely mean there's a great scene of Diana um um that the Muscarins go ahead and they use uh you know, and it, it's it's them scaring, you know, Lord, they do this whole, uh, we have to light the ancient warning fire, which I'll be real. Is not cheesy? Yes. But to be a way to let Diana know, Hey, shit's about to get really bad. I went, you know what? That actually for, you know, ancient Greek mythology, stuff like that, that actually makes sense. I went fair enough. And so there is this great line where it goes, you know, the, one of the them goes, the fire hasn't burned for 5,000 years. Men won't know what it means and uh diana's mom goes men won't she will and I went that's a great line like okay and so they shoot the arrow um they even report it on the news like you know like we can't put this fire out not uh, not, not a great look on our fire department but, <laughs> but
0: <laughs> we've tried everything yeah we can't get this fire out. yeah
1: like we you know we can't put this out and so that scene is really cool, but then it immediately leads to a scene where apparently this is just the worst guarded temple ever because Diana just waltzes in. Like, it's nothing. Like, they even showed security guards, you know, basically playing on their phones. I'm like, okay, no one would guard the entrance of the temple? <laughs> like, like, okay. So, she just gets in there like it's nothing. and you know, Like, stuff like that, it does stand out. Because that actually would have been a really good place to you know, show off you know some of Diana's charm, um, and I and I have to call this out to you because you brought up the Flash, Ezra Miller's you know legal shit aside, you know, I, I, and I I again I won't go into that, but I thought I thought his Flash came off so creepy in that first scene, like it actually bummed me out because he's having this uh this moment where he's applying to be like a dog walker. <laughs> which I thought was like, mm-hmm. which, oh, yeah. which I thought was funny. And this asshole driving this truck, not paying attention to the road at all. I'm like, dude, look up, look up. <laughs> and
0: he he almost Yeah, you're trying to tell this guy in the movie. Yeah, right. I know. Why won't he out. listen to me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> not paying attention to me. I feel like his wife. And I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, like, look up, motherfucker. And so he crashes his car. He's about to run into uh, uh, Kiersey Clemons's uh, Iris,
0: Iris West. His crush.
1: Yeah, which which by the way, they never even mention her by name. Which I'm like, could you could really like like we're gonna like we're gonna Steinbeck her and just not <laughs> give her her fucking name? And so it leads to the scene where Ezra, um, where Barry Allen goes ahead and saves her, and he gets really close to her. And brushes her hair in this creepy, thin man, Charlie's Angels way that I just went, why are you, like, why are you doing it like this? Because, look, I'm a huge fan of The Flash, and I was really irritated by that. I'm like, come on, man. And then he, like, cradles her, like, really close before he goes, oh, yeah, I should probably save you. And then, like, puts her down. And I'm like, in not a word said, nothing. I'm like... What? <laughs> like, just, and he's back in the in the pet store I, I i was like uh like i like part of that scene but
0: yeah that i did it didn't come off as creepy to me it came off as like i i wasn't sweet but it i got what they're trying to do was it was it uh drawn out and and slow another excuse to do slow mo yes uh i don't know if that was a completely necessary to it dragged on for a while of him like cradling her and moving her hair into the correct positions. Yeah, it.
1: it, it I got there going for it. Just came across.
0: It, it, it came across. <laughs> I, I, I creepy. Hear you. It
1: came across creepy yeah. to me. And then, okay, I promise the last thing I'll bring up. Uh, so there's this really cool scene where Diana, and they actually tease like Diana and Bruce being in a relationship. That is something that does happen in the comics, but. For no reason, they have Jeremy Irons' Alfred, who I really liked in this. I liked him quite mm-hmm, a bit. Yeah. But there's a scene of him mansplaining how to make tea to Diana, and I went, "There's no fucking reason for the scene to be in here." Like, it takes five minutes to like, oh, go, don't burn the tea. Like, like he might as well say, "Don't worry, woman, to <laughs> come on, don't go and burn this." And I'm sitting there going, "Okay, she's an Amazon. She's been on Earth for you know since what World War One or two? like mm-hmm. I would think she'd know how to make tea by now but apparently you know super Butler needs to go ahead and show her how to make it and <laughs> and it really is just a scene I went there's no reason for this to be in here and it's kind of frustrating because Diana has some really good character moments and
0: I think she's a I would say she's one of the better characters yes I, I said she's one of the, one of the better actors in in here but I I I really enjoyed um Wonder Woman and I think that I think her being in a lot of this is only adding to it. I agree with that.
1: Um all right, we got to go to part 4 now. All right.
0: Part 4. <laughs> Boy, we have two more parts. Uh probably one more I we'll, we'll. can't, can't wait. Can't can't wait to see what's next. Right. Is
1: the DCEU dead? And the question is,
0: ooh, damn. And
1: and the question is, the answer is, who knows? And I have to say that because who the fuck knows? Now,
0: and I, and I, what do you mean? Like you're saying, dead, like they won't make any more money? No, 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 no,
1: no. Let me explain. So, is Zack Snyder's vision done? Is he done with DC? I would say yes, but considering people are enjoying this. I think the temptation will be there for DC to go ahead and go, well, maybe we'll bring him back to finish up his vision. And here's what I'm going to say. <sighs> Scott, I, I'm not a huge gambler, but I, 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 mm-hmm. I've, I've dabbled with the I've bet on a pony or two. You know dark arts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Oh, I remember our dark games. <laughs> but I, I'll put it like this. If you go to a casino and you walk in with 30 bucks and you get up and you get up and you're, you know, 150 up, there is that point where you go, maybe I should cash out and just go home. We got Mm -hmm. a movie here from Snyder that's not as offensive as most people think it would be.
0: That isn't as. Would you say it's, would you say it's a redemption for him? Would you say Zack Snyder? I'm not saying his career. I'm saying Zack Snyder Justice League. Do you feel like he's gotten redemption with this
1: movie? I'm gonna save that for next chapter. <laughs> but uh, okay. But
0: <laughs> sorry to jump ahead. I know, you no, know, no, you're good.
1: But like, do you bring him back? And that's the question because mm-hmm. we, we, I, I didn't mention this in the stuff I liked.
0: Is this a, is it, is this in a contract? By the way, is, have they? Is this like formalized that he is? He's like, they're giving him these movies. No, 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 no. So, so. Okay. It's just more like a spoken thing. Yeah. So
1: apparently he even came out yesterday and said that apparently Warner Brothers has no plans to move forward with any of his shit. Like, apparently this is it.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay.
1: So here's the question. They have, you know, Shazam, uh, Wrath of the Gods coming out. We have The Suicide Squad coming out in, oh God, was that a couple months? Uh May, I think. Uh, we have that coming out. We have uh, Matt Reeves' uh, The Batman coming out next year, which I am
0: hyped for that shit.
1: But they've also even mentioned, you know, the multi...
0: Are they are they starting over on Suicide Squad? Is that what you're telling me? No, no, no.
1: That's already done. That's been... Uh, no, 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 no. So, sorry. The Suicide Squad is a, J- yeah. is a James Gunn's... Uh,
0: s- okay, so it's a different yes. universe. Yeah, okay. yeah. so... So we're getting. So they are starting. DC is saying we're going to do a start over on. So, on
1: so this is where it gets, this is where it
0: gets complicated. So okay. Sorry, I don't. I don't, don't want to. Sorry, I don't want to. No, no, you, no. You're good. So I don't know where we're at with that. So
1: right. here's the thing, Dave. DC established a multiverse through their TV stuff, and while their TV stuff doesn't always hit for me, there's been some really good stuff on the TV side. A uh, Star Girl, right. uh, Doom Patrol, Black Lightning, to name a few. Um you've kind of established that you're going to do a multiverse anyway. So if you're going to bring Snyder back, you could technically use the excuse of multiverse, shut up. I mean, you could technically, but the thing is, man, I want to see these characters in multiple film arcs. And at this point with Snyder, I don't think you can, I don't think you can do and finish up Snyder's vision without people like myself going, oh God, is this, is this the one where it's going to fall back into the, all the stuff I hate about him? Because that's always a danger with Snyder, man. Like I, it, you, Look, I, I know some people would go like, well, I want to see more Darkseid. And let me be clear, most of the stuff with Darkseid, I really enjoyed. I could never get a scale for Darkseid because of the bullshit aspect ratio thing, which was kind of an issue I had. But would I like to see more Darkseid? Yeah, I really would. But again is it worth the risk of bringing back Snyder considering his mm-hmm. very spotty track record i personally don't think so like,
0: even the stuff that i got i mean do they have do they even have the foresight to do something like this like i feel like so far they they don't have a whole i feel like they haven't given us a lot of reason to be confident in them to make the right decisions right and,
1: and, and honestly man at the end of the day that is the biggest issue i do not believe the people at Warner brothers no or this might be too
0: because we listen we always we always compare it to marvel right like we do and and marvel is just like laying it down compared to what dc is doing like the way that you know wandavision is coming out and they've got another series that's starting right now they've got you know they released their schedule of all their movies like it everything is is in is planned everything is in like in place there's foresight like if that just there's none of that to me is apparent going apparently going on going on in dc as far as their their films and this universe like it just i don't know where i don't know you have to like change it from the top i don't know where you where you go i mean they're obviously going to keep trying and like you said there are some dc things that have come out that we've enjoyed But and I think that a lot of these characters that we've seen, I would love to see more of, but I don't know if they're going to end up making those right decisions.
1: And, And that, honestly, at the end of the day, is probably the biggest my biggest sticking point is I go. You guys have these characters that fuck my my uh, you can go on my Facebook or fucking go on my Twitter. My put my profile picture right now is me holding green lantern ring so all you who are gonna go like you don't know dc shut the fuck up okay because it's not true like but it is frustrating because i don't know if they have the people in the position in the prominent positions to be caring for this brand in the way that they that they should um i have made pitches here about what i would do with superman what i do with green lantern and I've actually had people go, oh, man, that sounds like a really good idea. I'm like, yeah, because, again, I do read fucking DC. I kind of have somewhat of an idea of what I'm talking
0: about. But Yeah, somebody hired Josh, okay? Dude, Maybe. hire me. Like, It's funny. Yeah. I've,
1: I've said on other podcasts, I've been on a couple other friends' podcasts recently, and I've talked about the fact that if I were offered a DC or a Marvel job right now, I'd take a DC job because I'd be like, look, y'all need to kind of get this shit together. Let, give me... Get, fuck! Give me, give me two Green Lantern movies. Give me two flat. Like, I
0: don't know if I believe you. I don't know if you would say yes. to DC.
1: I, Honestly, man, I would at this point. Like now, now if I got offered both, then I, I mean, Marvel obviously. But
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: like I mean, okay, I'm not right, right, silly, right.
0: but yeah, you wouldn't turn down DC.
1: But no, I wouldn't turn down DC. Like I. We j-
0: need to get we need to get you in the idea room. You know, right. we need to get you. We get you a deep in the deep in the brainstorm. You know, yeah,
1: get, get look,
0: look. Come on, DC, talk to your boy. <laughs> so you've got some untapped potential right there. Here. There, There is,
1: but I don't believe that the people who are in charge care enough about the brand, and that's probably the biggest shame out of all of this because, to your point, dude, we know where Marvel's going for the next three to four years. I mean, which is kind of insane when you think about the fact mm-hmm. that we're just slowly starting to come out of the pandemic and they've right. still been very like, hey. You know, we've got this, this, and this going. It's like, oh, that's right. Like, like we've got a Loki coming out on June eleventh, yep. which I'm stoked for Loki, but um but yeah, it, it's frustrating that this brand just hasn't been able to figure out um, you know, that that combination on a more consistent basis. And for those of mm-hmm. you who would say, you know, because another criticism is oh Snyder's too dark, that's why people don't like his stuff. We've talked about off mic, man. The Boys is one of the darkest things I've seen ever, Seriously. and it fucking and it's works. one of the best, and it's incredible. <laughs> so you can't use that as an excuse anymore. Amazon is crushing it with The Boys, and yep. and it's this is just not clicked in the way that general audiences want,
0: which sucks. Because- like when you, like like when Zack Snyder hears or DC hears like, "Hey, we're gonna be gonna be dark," they take it literally, like, and they're like, "Okay." This shot is going to be the darkest shot. Uh, there's going to be no lights, lots of shadows. <laughs> right. Like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. It doesn't need to take it literally that this is a dark thing. Oh, there's clouds and then there's the lightning. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, we get it. Like, we understand. It, you don't need to take it literally. Yeah,
1: I- exactly. So, all right. Now we got to move on to part five. And that is really our final thoughts and just our grade. Um, I was going to do uh, another chapter, but I kind of blended in with part, with, uh, with part one. So I'm just going to go through a couple other things that I really, uh, that I enjoyed or just did not like. Um, the Superman rebirth scene is the best scene in the movie for me. Um, when Superman comes back from the dead, uh, I, I, I do wish they would have kept kind of the intense argument that they had from the original cut about, whether they should be doing this because while there's a little bit of, Oh, I don't know. It's, it's pretty much decided kind of from jump that, Oh yeah, we're using this mother box that we know very little about to bring Superman back. Like it's kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, uh, yeah. all right. And I, I do have to point out to the fact that Batman, even Batman who let's be clear, played a pretty big fucking role in him dying. It's like, yeah. it's like, sure. Let's bring him back. I'm like, um, I'd be a little more concerned motherfucker about, about you doing about, you know, bring Superman back. The fact they bring up the anti-life equation again, just Mm -hmm. being a comic book nerd, I went, Oh, you brought that up. That's really fucking cool. Like again, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a plot thread that most likely will need, will lead nowhere. (laughs) But, but I appreciate that they actually uh, did bring it up, but, there is this shot, and again, it's my favorite shot in the whole film, of Superman in the black suit uh, above Earth looking down on it, and the sun is, like, beaming against him. And it is a fucking perfect shot. It's the best shot in the whole fucking film. And the way they use uh, Jonathan Kent, uh, De- uh, Kevin Costner, and uh, uh, jor uh his, uh his actual dad, played by... Oh, that's not fair. Space Dad. There you go. His uh, Space Dad played by uh oh my god, why well, can't they get his name? Not Gerard sure Butler. Um oh my, Russell Crowe. there we go. Good lord. Um having their voiceovers like play over Clark as he's getting suited up. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. that was so beautifully yeah. done. I was like, oh wow. Yeah. Like I I didn't I didn't cry, but I did just get I, I did get some chills on that. I was like, okay, like right on. Um so again. This movie is not devoid of good shit, and, and so the people, and I can't, I cannot believe I'm saying this. The critics who are just going like, "This is dog shit. It sucks." Burr, burr, burr. Like you're, you're wrong. You're honestly wrong because there is there is good shit here. Also, uh, Campbell's abs. Yum. But. <laughs> but. <laughs> but but, I, uh, but the, 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 the death scene, too, of um, Silas Stone, I thought was really, the way he gets killed by a mother box is fucking brutal. And I mean that in the best mm-hmm. way. I was like, holy shit. Because like, in the uh, original cut, uh, he ends up living and i really appreciate that they killed him off in the way that they did i was like okay
0: mm-hmm. i re- because it, it it leads you on to like want want to know want to have more cyborg you know like you want to see where that goes with
1: him exactly so that was something i really was like okay i really like that um but so, so there's that, and then I'm trying to think of other stuff. Like, like I said, there's there's a lot here, and we're only scratching the surface. But again, we only have so much time. But the other thing I'll bring up, I'll bring up one more positive, one more negative. Um, Ryan, uh, I can never remember how you say his last name. Uh, Ryan Choi, I think is how you say it. He works at uh, Star Labs in the movie. He's uh, directly working with uh Silas Stone, and the fact that he ends up becoming uh, the Adam. Later on, as far as a comic character, I thought it was really cool to put him in here. I was like, okay, like a lot, like a lot of people just go, oh, that's some random dude. But his importance to DC moving forward, I went, I really like that. Like, I really like that he was even though his arc will most likely never be, you know, fully realized. I really appreciated how that the fact that he got to make an appearance. Also, Superman uses ice breath fucking finally, which, I'll say thank, which thank God. Um, the last criticism I'll bring up until I throw it back to you. There is this whole epilogue and the epilogue did not need to be there. <laughs> There's no reason. Like the epilogue yeah. is more shit. And yes, you get a cool uh, Lex Luthor death stroke scene that would have set up, you know, Affleck solo Batman film. But you get this whole sequence in the night, uh, the whole, this whole nightmare sequence where it's the whole, you know, post, you know, the alternate universe, you know, where Superman's gone crazy. Mm -hmm. And can I just say for the record, I am done with crazy Superman. Superman should be a symbol of hope. Can we please get past this injustice? Superman needs to be bad. Bullshit because that's been a thing for about a decade and I'm really fucking over it. So, let's get back to Superman being Superman for the love of god cuz the 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 Suicide Squad game we're getting next year is you have to kill Superman. It's like, "Oh my god, like enough." Okay? <laughs> Make Superman the symbol of hope he should be. Okay, got that out of the way. But but we get more
0: but him being scary or him him being scary, him being bad is a scary prospect like he really brings out the I mean
1: theater. true He's but like, I do I have Homelander okay like I don't need yeah. like I don't need <laughs> to see and and that honestly is kind of yeah. the issue I have Homelander I don't need to see you know what is yeah. clearly a parody of Superman I don't need to see the original be the parody you, you, you know what I mean Right. so right. Um. but we get this nightmare sequence and we get more of Leto's Joker and I'm gonna be real man I, I'm so over Gerletto I just don't want him in this role anymore. Is it better than what we got in Suicide Squad? Yeah, because we're not getting Shiloh Joker, but this is still... Like, some of the stuff he says, like, the whole alluding to, you know, you keep adopting these kids and I keep killing them, wah-wah, like, that was, like, I got a sadistic chuckle out of that, but... Batman and the Joker working together, that as a concept in itself is so fucking absurd. I went, really? Like, this is how you're like Batman really should have just shot him right there or stabbed him with a batarang. So the whole we're gonna work together because we clearly need you, even though you have just a vest. Like, really? <laughs> like this is like you're gonna team up with this dude. So that sequence in particular, they really should have put that at the beginning of the epilogue. And then had everything else play out, because to end on that, essentially, outside of the Martian Manhunter thing, which that CG was rough, by the way, um, Outside having that nightmare sequence just made no sense to me. I thought it was really unnecessary, but I'm done, Scott. I'm going to throw it back to you for your final thoughts and last things you want to get out.
0: Yeah, no, I don't really have anything else to say. I'm just gonna get to my grade here. I, I, I really, you know, like I said, I've kind of mentioned it already. It, it was kind of an unnecessary improvement to the original. Um, I enjoyed lo- like figuring out what a lot of these different other characters do and their backstories and how they were developed. Yeah, um, you know, I it's probably, I, you know, I think I'll give it a B like it, it, I don't know if I'll ever watch this again. And I, I could tell you actually, you know, I had to think about it. I <laughs> like there's, there's no reason to, especially for it being four hours. I think you just, it's just one of those things. If you decide to make it that long, then you're just, you're, you're hurting yourself like to begin with. And maybe, it, you know, the theory could be that everyone wants this director's cut. They want the Snyder cut. So, Director's cuts generally are usually longer and expanded, but, like, he really took that on and just crammed everything that he could in this. Um, I didn't really... I I thought the the CG, like you said before, was kind of embarrassing at, at parts and, like, that it wasn't completely thought out in that way. So maybe I'm being... I don't know. I don't even remember what I gave uh, original Justice League. You know, I, I I don't
1: apologize. I think you gave a C plus. I thought
0: it was. I think it was like, yeah, I was like, I thought it was a C plus. So that's why I'm giving it a B now. But I mean, it's fine. It it just is unnecessary, and that's that's all I really need to say about it. So I'll throw it back. Okay. To
1: you. Um. Yeah. So here's the thing, and, and, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest about this. I have to ding this movie on principle because of how we got here. Because people have just been... People have been obnoxious about this. I, I'm going to be real. People have mm-hmm. been flat out fu- yeah. fucking obnoxious. Like, I'm seeing stuff like, it's us against them. They can't silence us. Like right. I'm like, oh, I didn't right. know that we were signing up for the army. Like, is that what we're doing here? Right. Like, that's how people have been reacting to it. And the amount of people... So,
0: They're like martyrs for, for Snyder. That's,
1: that's... Yeah. I, I mean, it's... Okay, I will say this: the line between Snyder and MAGA is a lot closer than it should be. and <laughs> And if you're offended by that, sorry, don't fucking care because it's true. When you're harassing people online for not uh, to the extent, especially of that a lot of Snyder fans have done. If you're when you're harassing people off Twitter, c- c- come on now, like you, you you need to ease up. And I have to be clear on this too. I understand that not every Snyder fan or every DC fan is like the toxic, toxic obnoxious ones, like, I need to be clear about that, I completely understand that, I've been able to talk to a lot of DC fans who are like, yeah, man, like, I want our shit to be better, I have constantly, and Scott will back me up on this, I have constantly said, I want nothing but the best for this brand, because, as we always say on the podcast, competition is better for fucking everyone, so, I would love for this brand to get to a point where they have some momentum. They are consistently turning out not just commercial, but financial hits. But I don't think going back to Snyder is the answer. I I just don't. Um, I have already admitted I was way too kind in the first Justice League. It should be more, uh, I think I gave it a a B originally. Uh, It really should be more like a C. Because it's a fine movie for what it is. But I'll be real, I left that theater pretty elated just because I thought I was going to get another BVS and I didn't so I I fully admit a rare attraction that should have been a C but in the same way that I would never and I'll I'll use this example because I think you'll know what I mean if Dr. Dre came out tomorrow and said I'm putting out Detox on Friday would we judge it like a regular rap album no because it's this thing that's taken on a life of its own it's been so hyped up Like, we have to judge it differently. Same thing here. Mm -hmm. Because of the amount of people who have, again, cried, bitch, pissed, and moaned. Versus the fact this is three years, over three years, after the original cut that we got. I can't judge this like a regular film. Nor should I. So, when people go, oh man, was this worth all of this? If this is an exception, as far as how this happened, how we got here. Some people say, yeah. But I will say if this becomes the norm and fans feel this level of entitlement to just bitch and moan and complain in order, no matter how long it takes to get results, then the implications, I think what that means for just film and pop culture in general, people will point to this as the beginning of that decline. And rightfully so. Like, I pray this does not become uh, the norm because it damn well shouldn't, you know, like. You know, critique exists for a reason. You you, you know, and you kind of take that away if you just complain till you get whatever the fuck you want. So, mm-hmm. for me, and I know some people are like you're gonna give it a go fuck yourself. No, no, no. Like I, I was never out to go fuck yourself. Like I've been thinking about this film since Thursday when I watched it, and um, if I give the original a C, <sighs> sorry, cause I'm doing the math, man.
0: Uh, I thought you said you gave it a B. Yeah, no, not... Or were you talking... About, oh, man, was that... No, no, it no. So,
1: I gave so I gave the original Justice League a, a B, but I'm even saying that was too generous. It should have been a C. Oh, okay.
0: So, you're, you're curving yeah. it. You're curving so, it. So... Okay.
1: I'm going to give this a C plus. I think that's fair. Because I'm balancing kind of what I enjoyed versus what I wrote. Because, like I said, man, I mean, we didn't even get into everything. There's some stuff I went... This, this is just maddeningly dumb <laughs> but but mm-hmm. again the the bruce aquaman scene i fucking love i i really it was nice to see wonder woman be closer to wonder woman than what we got in wonder woman 84 because I, i'll be real i hated wonder woman 84 way more than i hated it. <laughs> it's like i think wonder woman 84 yeah. fucking sucks this this at least has some stuff i went oh, okay right on uh oh that is one thing i will bring up about, about wonder woman that i went all right that's a little troubling so when that whole um, uh, terrorist scene is happening, she flat out kills him, <laughs> like, like just, just kills him in front of this group of children. I went, um, are we going to that?
0: Now, now, it's not. No, I like that. I did, like okay, that. Okay, so
1: I didn't because, okay, first off, no body, which I was kind of like, all right. So
0: yeah I just I, I guess I like the 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 way that they weren't afraid to do it that they were trying to it's an r-rated movie so it's like if you're gonna do that let's not let's not protect the kids on this one yeah you know
1: I, I mean? I, 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 fair enough but then my point would be you know she fights maxwell Lord in Wonder Woman 84 and he's literally changing humanity and she goes okay you learned your lessons like wait what <laughs> like it's it's yeah, you know fair. but but it is hilarious how she crosses her arms and just blows the side of this building out. And I went, "Holy
0: shit!" And and but the he- i mean, that's offend- a that, I mean, that's how they eventually she would beat um fucking horns. Horns. That's yeah. <laughs> Steffan Wolf. <laughs> Steffan Wolf. Yeah,
1: but can I say too on that front? Because I know, I know, some women are like, she got the final death blow." Yeah. I can can I point out Superman and uh, and Grinsen? <laughs> Superman does. 90% of the work, it's like it's the equivalent of like in pro wrestling when they have a heavy and they beat the guy down and go, alright, you can get the pin, I was like, oh, give me flex. like, that actually bothered me, because it didn't feel like the, like when she cuts the head off, I was like, alright like, fine, I guess, but like I said, man <laughs> teamwork, on teamwork, I know what can I, what I, I know, I know, but like I said, man, if if you were so
0: what's your grade
1: <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> my grade is c plus um if okay. you're one of those people who genuinely just wanted to see this and you weren't malicious about it i genuinely hope that you find uh something something like here because because there is stuff to like here so i really do hope mm-hmm. that you enjoyed the experience but if you're one of those people who were bullying and being a prick online and just like oh you don't like you see you must be a marvel mark uh, I hope you find no enjoyment in this because you don't deserve enjoyment from this because you're an absolute asshole. But, but like I said, man, uh, this wasn't worth the three years of complaining for me. Not, and that, and that I do date right. for that. So um, regardless...
0: Glad it's over, I'm sure.
1: Dude, I, I'll be real, man. It's sad. DC's probably going to have to come out and be like, no more Snyder. Because I think people are going to still be like, we can, we, you know, we did this once, we can do it again, so...
0: But, the, I mean, are they going to be calling for him to come back now? Like, is that... Oh, dude, restore... Th- they, like, exile him, and, th- and then there's a new w- movement for to him to get back Restore into
1: it? the Snyderverse is already trending on Twitter. All right. <laughs> so, like, so, I'll be real, man, DC needs to come out and go, guys, he's not coming back. Like, they kind of need to put a statement out like that, because... Fans will, like I said, and, and honestly, man, not surprising given, you know, that this shit clearly worked once, so, yeah, it, it's dumb, but unfortunately, that, that is a thing, but, I, but like I said, it's out here now, you can watch it, um, I don't know how this is improving the HBO Max numbers, uh, I, that hasn't come out yet, so that will be interesting to see, um, in another, just give me a fucking break, sort of thing. Apparently, there's another cut of this shit coming out. It's the black and white cut. I'm not even kidding, man. Who
0: gives? A and
1: shit? I'll be real, man. Like enough's enough, man. Like so, it's called because <laughs> it's pretentious shit, man. It's called Justice League. Justice is gray. That's <laughs> what it's called. <laughs> like, come on, y'all. Oh, like wow. we're. We're done, okay? Just no more. You got you got your cut. Let's move on. But, yeah, I'm done talking about this. Uh, you got anything else you want to throw in, man?
0: Nope, I think we covered cool. it. Cool, all
1: right. So, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I even hesitate to ask this. What did you think of it? <laughs> but I'm sure I'll hear about it, man, because, who? but... You can follow us on uh, Facebook at the Real Pineapple. <laughs> Don't forget to like our gaming page, uh, Real Pineapple Games, on Facebook as well. I'm gonna be popping uh, on Twitch here, uh, probably next month. Uh, I'm gonna figure out what I'm gonna play, but I'm a, uh, I'm gonna get in the
0: old Twitch. And you're gonna want to see that. Yeah, that'll be Hunter. Hunter is an I, I I try to be, man. You know, I try,
1: I try. But uh, Scott, where can they find you on Twitter, sir? The first. And you can find me on Twitter at jhunterreal. That's R E E L Pineapple. As well, you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts: uh, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, TuneUp, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, Podbean, SoundCloud, to name a few places. At the Real Pineapple. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up this week for Wandavision. I'm excited to uh, to uh, get that up for you, uh, all of you. Um, our uh, my best of 2020, my top 10 films of last year, is up now, so you can listen to that now. And I will also have a review here, uh, we'll have a well review for uh, the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's only six episodes, so that'll be a fun se- uh, season review once that's done. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, take care of each other. We're almost through COVID. Thank fucking God. Wear a mask. Take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon.
0: Peace.